Crone's getting a split. Mizzy in front of the 100. Crone goes up the inside and Crone takes the lead in the Kilmore. Crone draws clean out from Mizzy. It's a Queensland victory. Crone beat Mizzy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Mock Sports Presents the Quaddy Potty. My name is Mitchell Cashmore, and as always, I'm joined by fellow founding member of the Mock brand in the form of Nick Highland. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Good to be back again this week after a pretty good first week back into the new edition of our podcast. So I'm pretty happy to be back, and hopefully we can tip a couple more winners this week. Yeah, last week was real rough. We became the uh, the kings of fourth place by the looks of it. We are, if you're a fan of old Will Ferrell movies, we definitely took out the... Uh, Flint, Michigan Mega Bowl from Semi Pro. I think we had on the day, we only had, I think, a, one or two winners from Randwick, a couple of seconds, a couple of thirds. And I think only one or two others finished outside the top four. We just came fourth and fifth all day. It was real frustrating, but we found some success around the grounds as well. And we were just one leg off that quaddy. Hopefully, this time this week, we can snag our first quaddy of the spring. But there's much to discuss. Lot to discuss this week in the racing industry. First off, Tommy Berry. Unfortunately, this week's going to be his last meet for a month because of that uh, horror fall that was inadvertently caused by him last week with Brenton Abdullah and Extreme Time. What are your thoughts on that decision? Uh, it's probably the right decision. Obviously, we don't want to be seeing the jockeys put in any danger in the sport we enjoy to follow, obviously. So I agree that the decision is probably right with 30 days just to make sure that the jockeys give that extra room that's needed so that there's no collisions or anything like that, not only for the jockeys themselves, but for the horses. But um, pretty sad to see for such a good jockey being out of the game for a cup for a month now. So but probably the right decision overall. Oh, yeah, it certainly is sad. Such a good jockey. It'll certainly uh, start his campaign for the 2021-2022 New South Wales Jockey Championship off to a rocky start. But I, I personally also think it's the right move. Accidents do unfortunately happen. And, of course, Tommy had no intentions of causing that damage. But, of course, when there is careless riding, suspensions do need to be thrown out just to make sure that jockeys do know that they need to be kept alert at all times. Otherwise, there will be penalties held um, handed out. Sorry. But, uh, yeah, thoughts and prayers do go out to Brenton Abdullah, hoping that he has a speedy recovery and as well as the connections to extreme time. And I think there was two other horses that unfortunately passed away last week as well. So thoughts and prayers come out of them. Now, moving on, Nick, let's have a little chat about our recent purchase. That's all right, listeners. The mocks have gone shopping a little bit and bought a horse, not a real horse, a crypto horse. That's right, a Z runner. And if anyone listening doesn't know what Z run is, it is a crypto platform that has simulated horses race against each other for valuable crypto coin of Ethereum. Now, of course, we wanted to jump in because who wouldn't? We're horse racing enthusiasts. We see that, we go, yeah, that's it, right up our alley. So we, are, we banded together, all the boys that work behind the scenes here at the Mock Sports, bought a young colt by the name of Zingon and... Uh, we're very, very excited about its arrival. First prep out on Saturday night didn't quite go to plan, did it, Nico? Tell us more about that. Yeah, obviously, we got all the boys in a Zoom call. I think there was about nine or ten of us that put in for this crypto horse. And we all lined up so excited. Took a while to get into the first race. Uh, what was the distance? Do you remember? 
1600. 1600, 1600 for the first race, which was a debutant race. So every horse was a debutant in it. And we had such high hopes for it. And it raced and it was just there and it looked like it was coming, but it ended up finishing second last. <laughs> so um, we might have got a bit of a runt out of our one, but <laughs> we've been talking around. And apparently, if you keep testing it at different distances, eventually you'll find out if your horse is good or bad but um our horse started pretty good odds for its first race which is probably a good sign is what i've read into as well but um yeah the boys are just pretty happy we get to get on zoom on a saturday night and watch it race it's not the real thing but it's better than nothing i guess yeah that's for sure we're not going to be giving up on the young cult zing on is our baby and we are going to ride it until it does something for us hopefully it can just finish in the place hopefully it can get a win for us uh, the thrill of horse ownership, you know, with, with COVID and with uh, us all being so young, we don't have the funds to actually buy a real horse, but we definitely have enough funds to be getting into the crypto horse game. And while we have it, we're going to have some fun with it. So uh, if you want to follow our Z journey, please follow at the mock sports on Instagram. All of it will be detailed out there. And uh, talking about Instagram, we put out a couple of, uh, we put out a and a to see if any of our followers wanted to uh, ask about the nature of Z1 and we'll try our best to answer them. So uh, Nick, go ahead with the first question that we got. The first question we got was how much was the Z horse? Uh, well, Zing On, it's definitely a beginner horse. It's uh, the lowest class horse that you can get. We got it for around $330 Australian. However, Horses uh, can go upwards of thousands of dollars for, you know, your Winx level horses. Uh, they're known as Nakamoto's. They're the top horse that you can get and they go upwards of thousands of dollars US, let alone Australian. So you definitely have to have a lot of money in the bank. And that leads into our next question. Nick, what do you think? Is it worth it getting a Z run despite it being hard to make profit unless you're doing a large investment? Uh, personally, I say it's probably something to stay away from unless you're in a group of people that don't mind losing a little bit of money. Obviously we don't promote unsafe gambling at the mock sports. So we got a group of 10 mates to just put in $80 each or something like that, just to watch a horse race every, every as much as we want. So it's, it's pretty good investment. If you definitely want to, I don't recommend by yourself, but I reckon it's a good investment with a bunch of mates to have a bit of a piss up and talk about it and stuff like that. It's pretty oh, for good. for sure. It's for the experience. Uh, the final question we got was from another follower. Um, actually had the balls to ask when Zingon was going to be taking on one of his prized horses. What did you think of that, Kashi? Honestly, I say challenge accepted. Only as soon as we can get Zingon to you know, uh, actually run fast. Instead of it going backwards, if it starts to run forward for once, maybe we'll go head-to-head with one of his horses out there. But, uh, yeah, so followers, if you listeners, if you have any more questions about Zingon or Z Run platform in general, we're no experts at it yet. That's why we've started with this beginner-level horse. But um, make sure to hit us up on our Instagram, at the Mock Sports on Instagram, uh, we're trying to get to a thousand. So if you're listening to us and you're not following us on Instagram, get to it and uh, yeah, slip into our messages, ask us a question and we'll do our best to answer it and send you on your way. Hopefully to start your own Z run journey. But uh, now Nico, enough talk. Let's get into the tips. Nicholas, my friend, are you tired of the big bookies keeping you down? Yes, I am. 
Well, what if I told you there was an Aussie-owned bookie out there and they would keep your best interests at heart? You're kidding. There can't be. Well, with PlayUp, you can get access to some of the best quality customer service that I have ever seen from a bookie. Don't tell me there's a link in our Instagram bio to sign up with. Oh, you bet there is, Nico. Head to the show notes or in the link in our Instagram bio and you can sign up with PlayUp today and you can start getting access to not only amazing customer service, but also a wide range of incredible weekly promotions and offers. Tell them we sent you and they will look after you unlike the big bookies. All right. Uh, we were originally scheduled for Rose Hill this weekend, but of course, COVID schmovid has moved it to Kembla, Kembla Grange. So it's going to be a lovely 10 race card. Um, and the track report is reading that it's, got, it's a heavy nine at the moment because of the downpour that we've had all over New South Wales in the last couple of days. But uh, without much more expected, I'm thinking that the worst we'll get on race day is around a heavy eight, soft seven, maybe. I'm thinking that's probably the worst of it. If, if not, we'll be on something even better than that. But I don't think we'll get any worse than heavy eight on the day. Plus with the rail, it's going to be at four metres from a thousand metres to the winning post. And for the rest of the course, it's at two metres. So it might be nice if you've got that rail, that inside barrier, and you're a leader, like there might be a slight edge, not a huge. We'll just have to see how it plays out on the day. But we will head into the tips. Race one, 1,400 metres. Going to be the highway to start. I expect West Grove, Proposer Toast, and Emma's Gift to be the ones to go forward. I must admit, I respect the $8.50 horse, Hearn Court, who has been running spectacularly at the country level lately and comes into this one with two wins on the trot. However... I think there is one horse here that this race has been absolutely teed up for. Dan's Adele, favourite for a reason here, currently $4.50 to win. Tommy Berry on board will want to get a win there before he goes into his suspension. Also, the horse has run at the highway level the last three starts, this prep, and it's come close every time. So it's, it rarely runs badly at this level. So it certainly knows how to get it done in a highway. And also... Uh, came third at this track last start, so that helps. Loves the track, loves the grade, and it also likes the wet track. Has never missed the trifecta when it's on a wet track, whether it's soft or heavy. So I'm going to have to stick with the favourite here. I think she'll be too good, Dan Sattel, for me. Yeah, there's a couple to weigh up here, but the, the favourite, Dan's Dell is down in classes, as, as you said, so I think it has every chance, and I'll stick with it for the first race at $4.60 and $1.90. Race two at the 1,300 metres, moderate tempo for this one, decent build, and might have a chance to pull a roughie in this one. Uh, Oxford Tycoon ran six last start in Ramwick, following a good field earlier in the month, and looks to finish somewhere decent in this field as well. Similarly, Electric who looks the best wet track runner in the field, finished fourth last start at the 1,200 with seven places, including three wins from 11 starts on the soft track. Exceltric deserves a look. Uh, the current favourite, uh, Roy Zell, is a good-looking horse following up after a back-to-back win in Sydney and Melbourne eight weeks ago. Tried fourth out of nine, which doesn't look too good, but if you look at the group one horses that were in this race, such as Eduardo and G-Trash, it's a good sign. J-Mac back on and it'll be hard to beat. Will be my tip for the race at $2.35 and $1.30. Yeah, certainly looking good there. But I think an even better price to get is the $5.50 on Bowery Breeze. Uh, when I was looking when these uh, markets opened, I would have had her around the $3, $4 mark. So uh, I think $5.50 is a little bit overs for a horse that tried excellently behind my winner from last week, Private Eye. 
and before running a close second here at Kembla first up. So she loves the track, does her best work when wet. So I'll be certainly backing in Bowery Breeze for my tip each way there, $5.50. I think it's at $1.90 to place. So if it uh, goes up above the $2 for the place, certainly an each way bet to be had there. So uh, we move on, race three, 1,500 metres. Celestial Falls and Helga are going to go forward here with the favourite Steel Diamond expected to sit in the middle of the pack. I mean, Nico, I like Steel Diamond. I'm normally with her, but um, she does love the track as well and has proven wet ability. So the reason I'm not going to be with her though today is uh, her last two runs on wet were really bad. So I just can't confidently back her until I see her run stronger on wet ground again. And then maybe I'll jump back on her. Maybe she'll come out and win this, but until I see her do that on wet again, I won't be backing her. That's similar with Magella, who I was on last week, but uh, doesn't seem to love wet ground. So I'm not going to be with her here either. I've set it on Celestial Falls because she doesn't mind wet. So that's a tick in my mind. Doesn't mind first up runs. That's a tick. Has also great form behind Vanna Girl, which is a massive tick for me. Vanna Girl is a favourite of mine. So I think $8.50 to win and $2.80 to place. Excellent odds here. Going to have to go each way here. But like I said, Steel Diamond is definite danger. You'll have to watch her. Yeah, Magella for me here. Uh, didn't seem to get a lot of room last start uh, last week. And just, yeah, just got a bit unlucky, I thought. The seven-day turnaround seems pretty nice to me. And even though... It, you say it's not good in the wet. I reckon it's a decent chance at $8.50 and $2.80 for a place. I love it. Getting to race four here at the 2000. Uh, another moderate pace race here. The favourite, Mankayan, looks to be a winner. Has won or placed every race he has run. Last time in Flemington just looked nice, but it was only the 1600 metre and should suit the 2000 metre a bit more. Uh, great house. A horse I followed closely over the last year and is majorly over. It's listed at $11 currently and hasn't been hasn't done a foot out of step this prep aside from his last start. In the last six runs, been out of placings twice and one win as well. Deserves a chance in this race and I reckon this horse has the capabilities to get it done. Proving the bookies wrong, major overs for me. Yeah, I'm going to go with the sixth horse here in the form of Jamara. I think I've been with her before. She has great form coming into it. And a price like this at $9 to win and $3 to place could not have a small each way bet on her. We move on to race five, 1,400 metres. Military expert, the only one to go forward here. And coming off a good win at Newcastle a few weeks back, where it fought off all comers, even the likes of the mock-related horse in different strokes. Shout out to Harrison Reed there. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was able to go all the way here. And at $4.80, just watch out for that one, especially if it just rides that barrier all the way down and maybe get in that little bit of track bias that could be there. However, do be careful. I would have had him at the uh, $7, $8 mark. So $4.80 might be a little bit of unders. Anyways, too much of a fan of Coast Watch to turn him down. $2.80 favorite is normally a little short for my blood, but he's certainly the classiest horse in this one. And he's just been bursting for a win, hasn't he? One from seven doesn't read great, Nico, but it rarely runs poorly. So I think I'm just going to have to stick with him here and hopefully he gets that win that he's been chasing for a while now. Uh, just quietly, how are you a fan of Coach Watch, Coast Watch? I don't think you've backed it in any of his starts. Every time I've backed him and you haven't picked him once. So don't don't lie to everyone, all right? But I'm backing him here. Coast Watch for me at $2.80. Hang on, hang on. I don't think you've backed him 
uh, more than once, more than once. Yeah, Last time. I might have gone against him a couple of times, but oh, he, I am a fan of the fan. way he goes. Big about. fan, Nick, big fan. Don't, Nick, I, I just let's move on because lack of a better term, he's starting to sound like a bit of a goose. And I don't want you to embarrass yourself in front of our lovely listeners here. So I do think I am. I can say that I'm a fan of Coast Watch despite not backing him on the our tips a couple of times. You're so, a fan of every horse. Oh please, okay. Let's not get into this debate. We'll have to have this one later. Move on to race six, please. Race six at the 1,100 metres. Uh, what a race this is. Uh, both of our tips for the slipper, Cashy's being stay inside and mine being Remark, who didn't even get a start in the slipper. Um, <laughs> slipper's winner, stay inside, first race back since the big race. Now, I did some research after seeing a post, which I wasn't too sure about. The last horse to win a race after the Golden Slipper was back in 2012, Piero. It's crazy. And for this reason and this reason only, I'm staying away from stay inside. He's got the mock curse and I'm staying loyal to Remark. And he's a talented little horse and get, can get it done at the $4.60 odds. Yeah, it is an incredible stat. And you know what? The uh, the chips are down for stay inside. It's got a lot of critics to uh, go against it, like you said. I had it for Golden Slipper. It won. I had it in the futures market at like $9. You should have listened. But um, he's looking to go to the Everest here in spring. And if he's going to go to the Everest, like you said, he needs to break this curse of Golden Slipper winners just dropping off. So he needs to win this. He's going to need to get a few winners in order to get an Everest slot because no slot holder is going to go, you know what, I want a horse that doesn't win as my Everest slot. So you know what? $2.50 $2.50 might be a little unders for a horse that apparently has a curse on it, but I'm sticking with him. The chips are down. I'm backing him in. $2.50 for stay inside. I'm sticking with him. Give him strength. You better not bomb out. Otherwise, I'll be very upset. Um, race seven, 2,000 metres. Inverloch, the only one that likes the front here. The rest will settle behind him. Look, I'm not going to lie. Heart of Prescience is certainly worthy of the favourite tag here at $3.50 was excellent in the Warnable Cup despite being bumped all the way down the straight, was able to end up second in that race, could have won if it wasn't playing bumper cars. Uh, then after that, trotted in at Flemington. First up here, we'll be looking to get an easy win. However, I don't think it'll be so easy. That's because there are two Waller horses in here that seem to be real dangers in my opinion. Both Mooberries and No Compromise are flying as of late, and they're both at a hot price of $11. And you know what? I'm a big fan of both of them, Nick. Like you say, I'm a fan of every horse. Because I like the way they go about it. And like I said, they're flying at the moment. This is probably a race that they would target over the preps that they've been currently on, expecting a huge showing from them. I honestly had a really difficult time trying to set it on one, but I'm just going to have to be with harder persons here. But mark my words, a small each way bet on Mooberiz or no compromise certainly wouldn't be poorly spent in my humble opinion, Nick. Another two horses that you follow closely. You're in love with. Uh, so it's lunchies for me. Uh, unbeaten second up and has won at the distance before. Decent chance and some decent odds at $14 and $4 for a place. $4.20, sorry. Race eight at the 1200. Another good race here. Some familiar names on 
up with promotions who has deserved to win this prep but just can't seem to get it. Fast Coney is having an amazing prep until the last two starts. King of Spider, who is a class horse. Tycoonus and Zakat, just to name a few. I'm not too sure why King of Spider is listed at the low price. Pretty unproven on a wet track, so it surprised me with the short price of $2.80 for this race, so I'm going to stay away. Definitely has the capability to capabilities to get it done but on a betting point of view i think two dollars 80 is way too low yeah promotions is a decent price for a horse who's just always thereabouts in the finishing and, and can definitely get it done on saturday my tip is zakat one of definitely one of the first horses i bet on and one that i know will always run a decent race has won two out of five second up and at 13 dollars is a pretty decent chance to get it done for the price yeah, I'm I'm with you there. I don't think King of Sparta should be so low. Like great horse, you've seen how dominant it has been in its wins in the past, but unproven on wet. I just want to see how it goes around on wet before I'm backing it in the wet. So um, I'm going to be with Triple Ace, one of the horses that could definitely take advantage of that potential rail bias I was talking about earlier. Just a real smart gelding that knows how to go about its business. Dominating trip up to Queensland recently, beating some class horses up there. Back to New South Wales now and will be looking for another win. Doesn't mind wet either and should lead with absolutely authority. Uh, $7.50 to win, $2.50 to play. Is excellent each way play, in my opinion. We move on, race nine, 1,000 metres. Going to be a fast one here. At least it appears that way on paper. Liberty Sun, Duchess, Enflage, and my black book of Kosciuszko go forward. Hulk goes around in this one. And, oh, my, Nick, hasn't Hulk been a head scratcher as of late? Hasn't won in 39 weeks, but he rarely runs, runs, rarely runs poorly and could be a knockout chance if it's around the soft mark. Any heavier than a soft seven, I reckon I wouldn't be on him. But uh, I'm going to be with Majestic Shot, $4.80. Nice price for a classy horse that is undefeated at this distance. I'm expecting a real battle to the line here, but I think Majestic Shot should hold the others out. I expect it to settle just on the pace, stalking the leaders all the way until it's time to make her move pop out and take the win for herself. So I'm going to be on her for the win, but for loyalty purposes, I'm going to have to stick with old Hulk. With a small each way and a top four same race multi, but the main tip for that race for me is Majestic Shot. Yeah, it's going to be Glen Eagles for me. Followed this horse up in Queensland and now coming back in down to New South Wales at $9.50 is a pretty decent price for him. So Glen Eagles for me. We run into the last race, race 10 at the 1,000 metres. Keeping it simple, I think Papal Warrior is a decent chance and a good price because it has very proven it on the wet track. But with Yee's last win, I'm impressed and can't, can't get on any other horse. $4.40 for my tip and one of my best for the day, I reckon. Oh, one of your best for the day. Well, I reckon your best for the day is going to get beaten by too much to bear. $7 to win, $2.50 to place each way bet here on a horse. That can get it done. I've uh, been watching it dominate at midweek level for the last few weeks. So I think it's, uh, I'm real excited to see it race at the uh, Saturday level. Hopefully it should finish the day off for a win for me. Nico, before we begin, let me ask you something. Do you reckon you're any good at fantasy sports? You bet I am, mate. Well, with Draft Stars, you can get off the bench and into the game. Play for fun or play for cash as you compete against other sports fans across Australia for huge prize pools, with some even going upwards of $10,000. That sounds like free money to me. Well, it's not exactly free money, my friend, but if you fancy yourself a bit of a fiend for anything fantasy sports related, whether it's horse racing, AFL, NRL, cricket, NBA, or whatever sport of your choosing, you can head to draftstars.com.au and start playing now. 
The details are in the show notes or in our Instagram bio. Click the link, sign up today. Tell them the Moth Boys sent you and start winning big on Draft Stars. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be heading in now to the Great Spring Tip-Off. Nick, both of you and I were on Very Elegant last week. Got off to a nice start. Two points in the bag for Very Elegant second placing. My, my, what a race. Mawanga pipping it just at the end there. Very yeah, exciting. it was definitely a horse that I thought was one of the only ones that could take it. And that is why I included it in the quaddy that we had. So at least we got that. And not that it mattered because the quaddy didn't get up anyway, but um, it was good to see uh, a good horse, a different horse for a change get up in a yeah. big race. So it's, it's, it's nice to see some horses that That's are coming sure. through. And yeah, so hopefully we can get yeah. the, t- the winner of this week's one. Yeah, and if you're playing at home, ladies and gentlemen, if you're in our Great Spring tip-off competition for that big $800 prize, only two people had Mawanga. So nice and split happening already. Two people had Mawanga, so they'll be hoping to extend their one-point lead that they've got over everybody already. But this week's race, the Memsey Stakes down in Caulfield. Huge race, Nico. Uh, it's going to be a tough race. Many classy horses. You've got the big behemoth. You got the horse that beat it before a protest killed that in Barossa. You've got Sierra Sue, who's just coming in with brilliant form. And that's without even mentioning the likes of Tofane, 50 Stars, Inspirational Girl. They should all go close. However, long-time listeners of the show will know that I'm a massive Behemoth fan. Hence why our colour scheme follows the black and gold colour scheme because of Behemoth's probabilities. Uh, it's me and a couple other horses that ride around with those silks. The, I'm such big fans of them. I made them our color scheme with our logos. But uh, yeah, so the big behemoth going around with Jamie Carr's too enticing for me. I know it's another favorite. I'm not going to be on the favorites all spring. Don't worry. But uh, too big of a fan of behemoth not to back in the old boy here. I think he'll just edge out Tofane. Yeah, not bad. Behemoth obviously won this race last year um, and it was hard for me not to follow. The other one, was it Toffee? Is it Toffee or something? It's Tofane. Tofane. That was another one I looked at a lot. Had pretty decent form up in Queensland. Uh, but for me, it's going to be Aegon. Uh, such, Aegon. A class, such a class horse, I reckon. Very underrated. Didn't really do much in the Doncaster, but uh, definitely needed a rest up and got its break so i reckon it'll be a good first up here and at, it's a pretty good bet as well at nine dollars fifty and three dollars so that'll be my tip for the tip off and for the competition so good luck with all of our all of our boys out there and girls sorry um out there yes. and yeah but i like that i like it you've gone wide you've gone a horse that not many people are talking about so if it wins you'll probably be one of the only people picking up the three points in the comp You'll certainly be beating me in that. Oh, sense, who knows? But, uh, some, some of our mates don't know a thing and they just copy me anyway. <laughs> but I like it. For the first time, we've got different horses. So we'll be playing for different amounts of points and see who can take the lead between us. If, you know, one of them gets in the top three, hopefully they're both in the top three to make it interesting. So uh, after that, we head around the grounds. I've got a couple I like at Caulfield. Actually, sorry, just one that I like at Caulfield and that's Probabil. I just mentioned how big of a fan I am of Probabil. It uh, finds a tough one, though, in race six at Caulfield. Has to go against the likes of Plaquette, Instant Celebrity, and La Mexicana, who are all great horses in their own right. However, I think Probabil is going to prove too good for them. 
She was supposed to be in the Memsey before she had a um, bit of a setback in her preparations. That would have been a, made the race even more of a mammoth race, but that setback caused her to drop back to this mayor's class, which she's definitely too good for. Should win this one comfortably at two dollar forty, I reckon. Nick, uh, do you have anyone at Caulfield that you liked? Um, yeah, I did. I liked it in the last race. Uh, just quietly before I get into that, last week my around the grounds from Morpherville, that one got up. Um, extra time. It was so, a peach of a run. Yeah, it was, and I. Tipped it at $6.50, which isn't too bad, I reckon. So uh, we'll get on to this one. Hopefully, I can tip another one here. Uh, the favourite in the last, Artian, is a class horse and it'll be hard to beat. And, yeah, at $2.10, seems to be a good multi-filler, or even by itself, if you want to double up some money, I reckon it'll be a good tip. One of my best from around the grounds over down in Melbourne as well. well I like that. Probably into Ayrton. That'd probably pay around the uh, $5-ish mark. I like that. That could be a nice... Moneymaker listeners, if you want to chuck a tenner on that. And uh, just at Eagle Farm, I like a few. Uh, it's going to be not Eagle Farm, sorry, Doombin. We're in at Brisbane this week, up in Brisbane, Doombin. Uh, race one, the move, $3.50. Race four, London Banker, $3.30. And race seven, Alpine Edge at $3.60. These are all excellent horses that have great runs of form coming into this meet. And I expect them all to have real strong showings. I think if they aren't winning, you'll get a bonus if you get have a bet return lying around because I think they'll certainly be in the finish or thereabouts. Also, like I just said, multis. Don't mind the multi of $41 if you go all three of those horses together. Spare fiver on that. That'll be a $200 payout and a uh, nice little bit of profit for your Saturday night. Could buy you some uh, Chinese takeout if that's what you like uh, for the races, listeners. But, uh, yes, that was around the grounds. We move on, Nick. Final segment of the potty, of course, the main event, the namesake, the quaddy. What have we got? Uh, we've gone for, in race seven, the heart of Poussins. Uh, my pronunciations of horses are very bad. Um, <laughs> Mooberis, Lunchies, and Spirit Ridge. Yes. Who race- you got for race eight? Race eight, triple ace, king of Sparta, just to cover the uh, favorite there. Got to be safe. Zakat and promotions. Race nine, we've got majestic shot, old, reliable Hulk. Glenables and Andermatt. And uh, who have we got on the last one, Nick? Too much to bear. Yee, yee. Papal Warrior and King Sheer. Yes. If you are uh, racked $25 or 50, I think $50 on that will get you around 25%. And I think $25 on that will get you around 13% of that punters. So, uh, I mean, we've included a bit of value in there. So if that gets up, hopefully you'll be looking at yourself at least a couple of hundred bucks of a payout, which you, you can't complain off a small quaddy bet. But uh, yes, that's the potty for this week. Nick, have you got anything to say to the listeners before we sign off? Uh, just a big thanks to everyone that listened last week. We got a lot more than we anticipated. So um, sure. it's good. And hopefully we can stick that out for the next couple of weeks. And hopefully if we can keep these on, we can get more competitions for you guys, bring more stuff and who knows. So yeah, thanks a lot guys. And we really appreciate it. Yeah, that's for sure. Before you go, make sure to give us a like, a subscribe, a follow on wherever you get your podcast here right now. Leave a comment. Tell us how much you love us. Give us some feedback. We love feedback. Uh, give us a five-star rating if you want, even if you're getting it on Apple Podcasts. Help us get in the charts, maybe. But, uh, yeah, we love the feedback. We love the support. The more support you give us, the bigger we're going to grow. And like Nick said, we'll be able to run more comps, run more giveaways, and just big things to come for the Mock Boys 
in the next year, hopefully. So, uh, yes, as always, ladies and gentlemen, gamble responsibly this weekend. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week.